Almanac, featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Lamanac. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Day. I am your host, Barry Lamanac. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Wednesday, February 7th. Yeah, 2024. This is episode number 748 of Barry on Deck. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Hello, hi. How are you? Um, we off to a rocky start. Uh, nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with tech problems. Um, got the stream going a little later than I would have liked at 2.04. At 2.04, so not bad. Um, oh man, look at that. I got to get that taken care of. That is a fat deposit and it has a pimple on it. That's not good. Um, did Barry touch on Vince McMahon? No, what? I am not hip on this story. I guess I need to do some research. Apparently he's a pervert, I guess. I don't know. Um, anyways, the reason got started late is, um, got, got ready to do the show. Hit go live was, Finishing up my slides, I was like, okay, got a couple minutes, we're good to go. Doorbell rings, and it's the uh, septic guy. And uh, he's like, what's going on? And I was like, what's up? And he's like, just going to give you an update on your septic. And I was like, good. we got to do this now? Um, and then he was like, well, you got heads around, and this, that, and the other. And I was like, okay, I got I to gotta go. I got to go. Uh, what the hell is that? Let me cut it out. It's a fat deposit, bro. Hold on, let me see if I can. Oh, let me, let me see. Look at that. It's a fat deposit. That's what it is. And a pimple. That's that's a hell of a place to get a pimple, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, Homo Astros fan. Thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Todd! <clears throat> Todd, thank you for resubscribing for 22 whole damn ass months, brother. Thank you. Um, Demonda says you have a septic tank. Yes. This neighborhood, uh, everybody has a septic tank. We do not have public water and sewer. It's not a fourth nipple flip why would i have a nipple way up there huh what kind of weird titty sucking would that be we're gonna say yeah well what is that i didn't do it on that side because i'm worried i would have actually touched it wait barry got head from the septic okay all right Uh, jesus why are you doing this today already uh excuse me uh steven the said, what's wrong with your septic tank too much poop no all of the, your septic tank has aerating spray heads that spray water out to lower the water levels. And um, they're broken. So I got to get those fixed. Breaking news. Oh my God. I hate you guys. I'm about to um, ban any breaking news in the chat. God damn it. Can you just give me a second to get to it? I'm not even going to talk about it now. I'm not even going to, we're not even going to discuss any of the news at all, ever. You know what? In fact, I'm banning news from this show. I'm banning, I'm banning news. I'm banning breaking news. 
I'm banning sports news. I'm banning sports discussions. I'm banning sports talk. I'm banning non-sports talk. I'm banning, I'm banning banning. I'm banning lists. I'm banning polls. I'm banning timeouts. I'm banning Raptors news. I was like, way to go, evil death. You jerk ass jerk. You guys don't even give me a second. I just, I, uh, yeah, there's headlines, but yeah, there's certain assholes in the chat that ruin it. You take all of the, the, the excitement, you take all of the wind out of my sails. Why do I spend all this goddamn time on a slide like this? Why do I spend all of this time on an intro like this? Why? Just so you can shit on it? Well, get shit on. I don't know. I feel like I may have overreacted a little bit. Um, Let's see here. Hey, what's up, memesters? Meme was in super early. Good to see you, sweetie. So, yeah, we've got a ton to get to. We do have uh, the breaking big news for Astros fans. Um, other news and sports headlines for the day as well. I've got a really cool thing from the NBA. I think it's kind of dope, actually. I think a lot of people don't like it, but uh, the NBA is going to be using LED courts for the first time ever. Uh, during the all-star game and I've got some video to show you what it's going to look like. It's pretty trippy. We'll get your thoughts on that as well, except evil death. I hope, I hope all of his thoughts leave him. I do. I hope all of his thoughts leave him like his dad did. I don't know if that's true that his dad left him. I kind of hope it is just cause he ruined headlines. Um, but that may not be the case. Maybe, um, you know, Maybe his dad didn't leave him. I don't know. Uh, hold on. Let me one, two, three. Oh, six. Okay. I'm making my slides. I downloaded them. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I've got some streaming news for you. You guys know how much I love paying for extra streaming services. Well, there's a big new granddaddy of them all coming out soon. And no, I'm not talking about Hulu has live sports and none of that bullshit. Um, a bunch of media conglomerates. Heck yeah! I, I... <clears throat> Stephen Weatherguy, thank you for the uh... twenty-four months. Let's go, Stephen the Weather Guy. You old dirty dog. You two years. We reached the point in our relationship where we lay on the couch next to each other, but just scroll Twitter instead of talking. That's is that was that what happens after two years? Is that what happens? Is that is that how soon that happens? Is two years in? Not with millennials and Gen Zs. That's like third date. They're just like, uh-huh, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, what? Oh my god, you're still here? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Me and my wife, um, we don't lay on the couch. What'd you say? We don't lay on the couch next to each other and scroll Twitter. We go in separate rooms and look on TikTok like adults. You're talking about laying on the couch together? What dream world fantasy land are you living in? What kind of weird-ass relationship are you in? Oh, look at me. Me and my wife lay on the couch together. That's so weird. 
Hey, what's up, Ace Striker fourteen ten? If that is your real name, welcome to the show, Ace Striker fourteen ten. Welcome to the program. How are you? Thanks for being here. Did we? Uh... Okay, no, I thought I missed something. Um, what is this? Oh, dokie. Yep, not going through the chat. We're good. All right. Um. But take a hit of acid when looking at the court. Yeah, that was actually a joke I made on the TV show. Uh, it's crazy looking. Uh, not breaking news, but Ferrari is going to pay Lewis Hamilton $100 million a year. That's insane. Do they really make that much money in that sport? That's crazy. Uh, Amos said, I told you to switch it up and start with headlines in the new year. What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? I would switch it up. Oh, just like open the show with. Oh, Ace Striker said, good. I'm practicing my soccer. Well, there you go. Well, just soccer away, sir. You just soccer on. Um, This isn't a flight simulator channel. It could be. I can just like put some controls in the chat and you guys tell me which way the plane goes. Uh, you'd be like, left. That's really all a flight simulator is. It's just keeping the bubble level. Uh, okay, what does it say? The aerators break up the poop so the air can get in there and bacteria starts breaking them down. <sighs> I don't know what that means. It just dumps the water out, okay? I don't know what that means. All right, skip or flip or whatever the hell your stupid ass name is. All right, I'm kind of in a mood. I'm in a good mood. So don't ruin it, chat. I'm in a good mood. Don't make me angry. A couple of things, uh, a couple of notes. One, um, don't forget tomorrow, no show. So this is our last show of the week. I will be on ESPN Radio, uh, ESPN 97.5 from 3 to 6, doing the Killer Bees with my old co-host Joel Blank, my old partner in crime. So Joel and I will be doing the show together from 3 to 6 tomorrow at The Decoy. I think that's the name of the place, The Decoy. And then Jerome Solomon and I will be doing Game On from 6 to 7, also from The Decoy. So, that'll be good times. Tune in for that. So, again, uh, no show tomorrow. This is our last show of the week. Uh, but we do got a bunch of shit to get to. One more time, I do want to remind you guys, um, we have Super Bowl squares. If you hadn't gotten in on the, sorry, super big game in a bowl squares, make sure you do that. Yo, what's up, Houdini? Good to see you, pal. Um, if you want in on the squares, all you got to do is email Jen. Jen at BarryOnDeck.com. This is um, not a uh, Patreon-only thing. This is open to the public. Anybody can get in on it. Uh, the squares are 5 bucks each. And you, she will send you an email. And you will log in. And we've used this website for like four or five years in a row. So it's pretty easy to use. You'll log in. Um, and it's super easy to log in. You just give a name and a password and whatever you log in and you'll select your squares, um, yourself. So you'll just pick like, I want these four squares or five squares, and then you just send her money. Uh, so Venmo, PayPal, however you want to pay her Zelle. I think she takes, um, drachma EBT. Um, you can send her food stamps. You can, uh, pay her in sheep and goats. Uh, however, Jen takes any kind of currency. She also takes, you can pay her in sexual favors. 
You can pay her in sh- uh, vodka drinks. You can uh, you can go wash her car. You could babysit, clean the house. There are a ton of ways you can pay for your squares. Okay, so um, work that out with Jen, though. I don't need to know it. I don't want that public. Okay, just so we don't tell me how. Please. <clears throat> hey, what's up, Mark G? What's up, Ian? What's up, FJ? Uh, so get your Super Bowl squares in. We still have like 70-something. I'm so excited. I thought we had 30 uh, total. Nope. Nope. Not 30 total. We have 70-something. We had 30 left on our first board. Now we have 70 left on our second board. So we need to fill that up. <sighs> Barry better be happy that I actually like him. I'm very happy. I'm very happy that you actually like me. You guys... Uh, Jen is uh, oh, such a wonderful person. Please don't try to pay her with sexual favors. Uh, yes, Mimi, that's the email right there. Jen at Um, There you go. So just email her and she will email you back. And you have like 24 hours to pay for your squares or you lose them. Okay, so Uriel, get your shit in. Cisco, Clarence, no more m- messing around. All right. No more. What's up, Nick? What's up, Mark? What's up, Ian? All right, let's roll. Let's do it. Let's go. Hey, make sure you support our guy, um, Patrick Randall, and his uh, spot over there at Monica's uh, Bridal's Flowers. Monica's Bride's Flowers. Excuse me. I always mess it up. Um, Here is the... Wait a, wait a damn minute. This the wrong thing, you thing. When that thing gets a thingin', that is uh my buddy. Oh, no, that is right. Monica'sBrides.com. There you go. So they will deliver flowers for you. It's super easy. Let me post that there. God, get your woman some flowers, okay? Get your woman some flowers for uh, Valentine's, as my friend would call it. He'd be like, hey, what, uh, what are you going to do for Valentine's? I'm like, there's no B in it. And if you're single, there ain't no D in it. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm posting this link so I don't have to keep hunting for it every damn time. <sighs> All right. Uh, let's roll it. Let's get some headlines in. Let's go. Yeah, sadly, Jen has is employed again. Valentine's. That's another one, Cisco. Some people call it Valentine's. It's like, nope, that's, there's no clock. What's up, Jet? I'm late. Why are you talking about breaking up poop? Nope. You're behind. You need to catch up. Fast forward. Got to go, got to go get those Valentine's gifts at Kroger's. No, use our boy Patrick Randall. Support P. Randizzle. Uh, so there you go. All right. Here's sports headlines for the day. Breaking news. Breaking news. Jose Altuve. Oh my God. Guys, 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 guys. Jose Altuve is going to be an Astro for life. He has signed a five-year, $125 million extension 
Um, huge news uh, if you're an Astros fan. Huge news in baseball. Huge news for the Astros. Um, really cool that they got this deal done. And um, it's good to see. It's good to, to uh, hold on. Let me go to MLB here. What? Oh, they're announcing a trade on Spot Track. Kevin Knox, Gabriel Proceda, draft rights, 2024 second round pick for Simon Fontecchio. 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 I know who that is. I should know who that is, and I don't. Oh, well. Oh, well. I'm sure Joel knows. A weirdo. All right. Uh, why can't I get to? Why can't I get to Jose Altuve? Um, so, yeah, Astros and Altuve. Uh, Altuve will retire uh, as a Houston Astro. The deal runs for another five years. That'll make him 38. And it's a team-friendly deal in that um, it's $30 million for the first three years. Base salary of $30 million, signing bonus of $2.5 million for the first three years. And then in year number four, it's a $10 million contract. And in year number five, $10 million contract. And then he becomes an unrestricted free agent in 2030. So uh, super big, huge news. Uh, this year, they will pay him $26 million. That's what his um, his final year of his deal uh, at in 2024, he'll make $26 million. He's a $5.5 million signing bonus. And then he gets that pay raise, and he'll make $125 million over the next five years, but a very team-friendly deal in that as he begins to age, they're not paying. This isn't like a uh, Albert Pujols deal where they're close to 40 and just making ungodly money and not able to to earn the money that they're being paid. So um, good for Jose Altuve. Good for the Houston Astros. Got a $15 million signing bonus that'll be paid out. And, um, yeah, I I don't know what the incentives are. I'm sure there are some. I know in his old contract, it looks like there was some incentives. An MVP, he get, he made an extra $3 million. If he was second, he made an extra $2 million. And third, he made an extra $1 million. And that was per year. So, excuse me. Um, so, good good stuff for him. Good stuff for the Astros. And here's the thing. The reason why this is so important, I think, the reason why it's so important that um, the Astros have inked Jose Altuve to this deal, that they extended him through 2030 or 2029, and then he's basically going to be an Astro for the rest of his playing career. The reason it's important is because when you look back through the history of sports in this town, when you look back through the history of great athletes that have played for teams in the city of Houston, there's always this 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 bit of negativity surrounding them. Now you didn't have that with Bagwell and Biggio, right? You didn't have that. I mean, there was talks at one point that Biggio was going to go play for the Colorado Rockies. He didn't end up not doing that and gave gave Drake McLean, Uncle Drayton, a, a hometown discount. But you look back and Earl Campbell left to go play for the New Orleans Saints to wind down his career, right? Hakeem Olajuwon leaves and goes and plays for the Toronto Raptors. Uh, Nolan Ryan, even though you know he bounced around before he got here, uh, but he was beloved by the city of Houston, a beloved Astro from Alvin, Texas, just down the road, all that stuff. He leaves and goes and plays for the Rangers. So 
when you have a great, and yes, I'm putting Jose Altuve. I'm doing it, and I don't care if you like it, okay? You're not my mom. You're not my dad. You can't tell me what to do. I'm putting Jose Altuve up there with the greatest athletes in this sports, in this city's history. I'm putting him up there with the Earl Campbells and the Elijah Wands and everybody else. I'm just, I'm doing it. I'm not scared to do it. You, you can't tell me what to do. But I'll tell you what, it's nice to know that Jose Altuve is not going to leave and go play for Oakland to wind down his career because they'll overpay for him. Or he's not going to leave and go be a Dodger or a Yankee. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be awesome, though? I kind of wish, in a way, in a way, maybe that last year, like right at the trade deadline, right? He knows he's going to retire at the end of the season. He doesn't want to play anymore. Um, it would be great if they traded him to the Yankees so that all the Yankee fans in throughout the world had to be like, Hey, we like Jose Altuve. Shit. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. It's not going to happen, but that would be so fantastical. And I don't want Jose Altuve to be a Yankee. I just want Yankee fans to have to admit they like Jose Altuve for just a moment. That'd be so great. Um, or maybe just like, you know, Trade him and then cancel the trade. But for that that 12-hour window, you go to Twitter and just look at all the Yankee fans. <coughs> God, Altuve. And then, oh, we still hate him. Okay. Uh, but that is the good news, folks. <sighs> it is the good news. Altuve here uh, through the remainder of his career. Going to go into the Hall of Fame as a Houston Astro, and he should. And, yes, he will be in the Hall of Fame. Um, I heard some folks talking today about, you know, is he first ballot? I mean, we know that it's super difficult to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. It's super difficult to accomplish that. That's not something that gets handed out very easily, you know? So, no, I don't think Jose Altuve is a first ballot Hall of Famer because, one, I think the baseball writers of America are a bunch of idiots and morons and nitwits goobers I said all of them I said all that and I, I so I don't think that they would get it right even if he was supposed to be a first ballot hall of famer but I just don't think he will be and I don't think he is I think he is a hall of famer second ballot third ballot I don't care just put the man in the hall of fame so that's that's what matters at the end of the day is that the man belongs in the hall of fame and he will make it the writers all paid to lose their virginity that's a fact I don't know if you know this, but that's actually true. Tony the Handsome, breaking news right here on the show. Every member of the Baseball Writers of America has paid a person to have sex with them when they were a virgin. That's just, I mean, you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. Way to break the news, Tony. I was keeping it under wraps, but good looking out. Hey, what's up, Eric Rosendo? That's good to see you, buddy. All right, so there's, there's that. I mean, there's not much to, there's nothing, there's nothing to get in the weeds about. It's a good, it's a good thing. Next is Bregman and then Tucker. Only scary thing. This is the only scary thing. By the way, shout out Sonic. Wetting my whistle with the, uh, yeah, I forgot about JJ Watt, Evil Death. Good, good looking out there. Okay, you could have left out Brian Ching. What? What? Um,. Shout out to Sonic for their cherry limeades. 
keeping my mouth moist. Only thing um, that scared me about Drayton McLean, and the thing is, uh, what I do love is there was a quote, I saw it on Twitter, and it said, as long as I'm the owner, there is no window. Oh, well, go on with your bad self. Jimmy, would I call him Drake McLean? I meant Jim Jim Crane. If I said Drake McLean, I meant Jim Crane. That's the only thing that's, that, that the only thing that scares me is one. I like his cockiness where he's like, there "Ain't no window. We're winning, baby." Um, but what scares me is he said, "You know, we've got the deal done with Altuve. Next up is Bregman. We've got two years left with Kyle Tucker, so we'll see how he plays." What? I'm sorry, what? Let's rewind that. Let's see how he plays. Bro, what are you doing? You don't do that. You don't do that. Kyle Tucker needs to be locked up as soon as possible. We know how he plays. Kyle Tucker is a hitting and defending machine. He's an all-star caliber left fielder, right fielder. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, 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 you don't just play with, well, let's see how he, no, what? No, no. I was telling Jerome this. It's like, you know, because Jerome is a very big on, there's no, there's no such thing as a window in sports. You can always keep winning. Okay, well, tell that to the 100 lost teams that the Astros had. But. There was that window of losing, and now they're in a window of winning. A window? <laughs> okay. Um, hey, what's up, Christopher Mina? Good to see you, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Hope you got my message on uh, Twitter. Hang in there. Okay? Hang in there. Um, yeah, the thing, the thing about this whole... I told Jerome, <sighs> um, it is cool that... You know, you got Bregman and Altuve, but Altuve is getting long in the tooth and getting older, and you need a new core. You know, you need a new a new young nucleus, and that's Jordan and Tucker, right? And and Bregman is kind of the, the swing guy between the two eras of baseball. I think you have the Altuve, um, you have the Altuve era, which really I thought it was going to be the Altuve Correa era, but it's turned out to be really more so the the Altuve Bregman era. How old is Bregman, by the way? He's got to be in his 30s, right? Because eating salsa will age you. He's 29. When is he going to be 30? He was born March 30th. So Alex Bregman will be 30 right when the season starts. I mean, when does the season start? That's not what I wanted. ESPN, uh, MLB. I know. I know. Pitchers and catchers report next Wednesday on Valentine's Day. I believe it is. I believe that's when pitchers and catchers report. Let's see. Sketch. Uh, first spring training game is Feb twenty two. And where in the heck? Where's the regular season? There we go. Hold hold your damn horses. Let's see, 31st, 27th, 
Maybe it's March 28th. Maybe that's the... No, it's not the 27th. Yeah, 26th is spring training games. So it looks like first day of the season is uh, Thursday, March 28th. So, yeah. It's, uh, it'll be 30 when the season starts. So Altuve's up there. How old is Altuve? Uh, Jose Altuve age. Altuve's 33, so they're three years apart. So they're kind of your... They're, you know, they're right there where they're still viable and, and, and not necessarily, um, on the down, down in their down years just yet. Right. Uh, so Tucker and Jordan is the new Bregman Altuve and you just kind of move right into that. And that's great. That's great. You just got to keep an eye on what's after that. What's. What is the following young guys that they're going to be calling up? Is it Jeremy Pena? I don't think so, but we'll see. Uh, so, congrats to Jose Altuve and Astros fans. Ohio State's Ryan Day, head coach Ryan Day, says he won't call plays. So, they went out and got Bill O'Brien, but Bill O'Brien is a leading candidate for the Boston College uh, head coaching job. So, there's no telling what's going to happen with him. So there's been no word yet. What? Believe it or not, I know stunner Bill O'Brien leaving people high and dry and, and in a lurch, as the kids would say. Shocker. Bill O'Brien being selfish. I mean, that's the game. That's what you do. That's what you do. But why would you accept that position and be open to a head coach? Just wait, bro. Just wait. <laughs> Not like this. Same old same. What's up, Rudy Rod? Good to see you. Hey, will somebody let me know when DJ Maddie gets here? I got a bone to pick with him. Uh, <laughs> Tony the Handsome said, if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm chasing down Bill O'Brien. That's because you want the Cowboys to lose, Tony. Cat's out of the bag. I'm on to you. No thanks, sir. Um, What the hell is that? Fuck him up, fuck him up. BC sucks. Let B.O.B. go to B.C. Go B.U. What is that? Why was that? Why was, what is that, Cisco? I don't understand that. That's aggressive. I don't know what that means. All right. Um, sources are saying that Clayton Kershaw has agreed to return to the Dodgers. I don't know what terms of the deal were. Let's see here. Um, Kershaw is going to be 36 in March. Taking his physical athletic reported, he'll sign a one-year contract that includes a player option for 2025, creating the possibility that he could pitch in the same rotation as Shohei Otani next year. Kershaw will spend at least the first half of the year recovering from offseason shoulder surgery, and then he also has to recover from the shame and embarrassment that he's brought upon his family for his post-game performance. Um... Hard thoughts are Rex Ryan being considered for the Dallas job is hilarious. Is he really? 
No way. No way. Wow. Dodgers need all the help they can get to beat the Diamondbacks. Eh, get ready. Dodgers are about to be insanely good. Insanely good. Like, ridiculously good. Cisco uh, said, I went to Boston University. Oh, that's a chant you hear at hockey games. BU and BC share a subway line, so there's a big rivalry. Oh, wow. Share a subway line. Man, get that. That's crazy. Share a subway line. What? That's like, it's like U of H and Rice share a metro bus route. Huh. Rammer jammer. I don't know. Well, I don't know. What? Ian is wrong? Oh my god, Ian! What? Sit guys! Holy shit! Stop the That didn't do it right! Breaking news! Got his shit wrong. You're wrong, Ian. You didn't ruin it because you're wrong. I don't know what happened. For those of you that don't know what's going on, Ian cannot be trusted. For those of you that don't know, Ian uh, been here for, man, Ian's been rocking with us for a while now, but Ian will just randomly post breaking news or fun facts in the chat. And he's, 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 well, he was up until now, he was 100% accurate every time. Every time Ian would post, it was like, well, damn it, Ian, you just ruined it. You broke the news too early. You told the people too soon. Or he would just throw out random fun facts that we all didn't know and then learned. But he can't be relied upon anymore for factual information. He can't be relied upon anymore for information or. <sighs> I said I wasn't going to cry. You know, you know, the day's coming when <sighs> people who are so good at what they do eventually disappoint you and let you down. And I, <sighs> I didn't think it would be this soon. Damn it, Ian. Damn it to heck, Ian. Oh, <laughs> uh, why did you have to get something wrong? Oh God. It hurts. Um <laughs> Ian was hacked. <laughs> uh Flip said, come sit next to me, Ian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Don't be trying to post random emojis now, Ian, and get out of it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> CeCe's singing it. Add another to the hashtags. Damn. Hashtag screw house. Hashtag fire potch. Hashtag rip Todd. Hashtag fire Ian. Hashtag X producer flip. Hashtag. What's this lump on my scrot? Okay. That was too much. Back to the headlines. <laughs> And the last one, Netflix is going to create a show on the 2004 and the 2024 Boston Red Stockings. Now, 
Why, you say? Why is this so important? I really don't know. Let's read the article together. Uh, it says Netflix intends to air a documentary this year focusing on the 2004 Red Sox who broke the so-called curse of the Bambino and won the team's first world title or world series title since 1918. Um, it'll be directed by no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. And then they're going to be following around the 2024 Boston Red Sox for a season. So it says the streaming service will follow the team through the 2024 season and present a documentary series in 2025 that will be produced and directed by Greg Whitley of One Potato Productions. And you thought whose fancy media's name was stupid? One Potato Productions? What? You get... get. Netflix said Wednesday it will have unprecedented access to players, coaches, and executives, including helping them cheat. So, if you're a Red Sox fan, look out for that. Fun times. Uh, lump on your scrotum. That would be your testicle. And that's it. You know what? I don't have to stand for this. No, I do not have to. I'm sitting for it. But I don't have to stand for it. Swear to God, I'll time you out. They'll only remember through one you got wrong, not the many you get right. Yeah, that's right. Whatever whatever he said. <sighs> they only remember the one you got wrong, not the many you got right, Ian. I think he meant they only remember the ones you get wrong, not the ones, the one you got wrong, not the, okay, I don't even know. God damn it, Perry. You got me all out of sorts. Even though said Apollo Media greater than one potato productions. Hey, 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 hey. I'll be knocking on one potato productions. I might be working a deal with them. <laughs> What's up, Jim? Good to see you, buddy. Jim said, yeah, because we haven't had enough content about the Red Sox. Only crazy thing, though. This new deal that they have, they're producing two documentaries. But you, they're only available on your Apple Watch. That's the only place you can watch them. What, Trump? I don't have that anymore. Suck it, Red Sox. Bunch of nerds. Emotional damage. Clarence said this show is off the rails. You're out of order. I didn't even say that. Um, What happened to Cisco? Oh. Yeah, it wasn't Cisco. It was um, Stephen the Weather Guy, not Cisco. Yeah, get it right, Alex. I'll time you out too. Anybody posting wrong names in this chat? There's no room for that here. All right, here's what we got to do. Okay, uh, we have a lot to discuss. A plethora of topics to get to, and very interesting if Kurt Schilling gets involved in the 2004 documentary. Um, it could be. Yeah, it absolutely could be. Um, hold on one second, guys. Uh, what is? Oh my gosh. Um, uh, I gotta say something. This is not gonna happen. Don't, don't, don't bank on this. Okay, nothing, Cisco. You did nothing. Absolutely nothing wrong. Uh, Alex was being racist and confused Stephen the Weather Guy with you. Isn't that racist? Yeah. Oh, well, look at me. 
I'm Alex Villanueva. I can't tell the difference between the two guys. Racist. Totally racist. Oh, I'm sorry, but all, all white guys and Mexican guys in chat look alike. So, uh, kind of a cool thing I was asked, and this is a long way from happening. Okay. A very long way from happening. So I probably shouldn't even say, it. you know what? I'm not going to say it. I don't want to jinx it. Cause that's exactly what will happen is I'll jinx it. So forget it. Forget. I ever said anything, guys, nothing cool could be happening. Nothing cool is going on. Nothing at all. Nothing to see here. Let's move on. Uh, let's talk about. Is DJ Maddie here yet, by the way? So I can pick his bone. I got a bone to pick with him. Huh? Where you at, DJ Maddie? Alan, tell your tell your friend DJ Maddie to get his ass on this show. I got I got bones to pick with him. All right. What is Hey, I don't want to say we're blowing up on Twitter, but we have zero people watching. Okay. Yeah. Zero people watching on Twitter right now. This show is huge. There was that was the that was the news. Yeah, we are blowing up. Why do I even go live over there? That makes no sense. But then I go back and look, and it has like eighty people viewing. I was like, what? Um. All right, spill the tea, Barry. Gosh, dang it! Hey, you watch your mouth, Alex. I'll time you out. I'm sure the septic guy, if he's still here, is like, why is this guy screaming? Oh, look at you, Amos. I like the way you think, Amos. Amos said you won't be jinxing it. You'll be manifesting it. That is so sexist to you, Amos. Oh, what? You can't be woman infesting it? Woman. <laughs> Ian just posts a zero in the chat. Thanks, Ian. Breaking news. I'm a loser. Thanks, Ian. <laughs> Cisco, that's so accurate. That's, that's so accurate. Zero people watching and 164 graphic design bot profiles. Holy shit. I'll never forget when I, I made that mistake. Hey, anybody know a graphic designer? Oh, my God. Yo, what's up, Walk Skin? Wall, wall, shit. Wall skin. What's up, skin? Never seen it that way, but okay. I never synced it that way. I synced it. Um, Cisco said I had to learn how to block them on Twitter. Oh my God, they're crazy. All right, uh, let's get to the, okay, fine. I'll tell you all the news. They asked me, I got asked what I want to do this show on TV. Okay. And I said, no, no, I don't. Why would I want to do this show on television? What do I, what do I want to be popular and rich? No. I want to be successful. Get out of here. Gross. No, I don't want to be uh, known. No, I don't want to make it in this business. Scram. I'm perfectly fine doing this for the same 45 people. If all of them show up. 
which isn't usually all that often. Um, Barry's the new Tucker Carlson. I want to be Tucker Tarlson. Huh? Could I be Tucker Tarlson? Wouldn't that be dope? Uh, <laughs> Cisco said, fuck TV. I cut the cords and can't even get channels over the air. Well, that's your fault, man. It's not our fault you went off the grid. Hey, fellas, I know I love wine, but I'm moving to Idaho, and I'm going to live in a bunker in the middle of potato land because I'm scared of the man. I'm scared of government. Nick said if you're on TV, you can't cuss. Well, no shit, Nick. I don't know if you know this, Nick. I don't know if you keep up with your boy, but I'm on TV every week, asshole. Every Saturday, 9.30, CW39, Houston, Texas, Sports Saturday. I don't know, maybe check it out because it's fun. Because it's a good sports talk show. Me, Jerome Solomon, and Giselle Strong brought back the old Barry on Sports bit where I do jokey jokes about the headlines, all that good stuff. Nick, you're acting like I'm not on TV already. What does it say? Hey, hey, it'll be the same 45 on TV, maybe 47. I swear to God. Next time I see you, Clarence, I'm slapping all the hot dogs off the back of your neck. Okay? All the hot dogs are getting slapped off the back of the neck. So welcoming to your followers. <laughs> the ATCU store out here can't even get ATT fiber. Damn. That sucks. Um... Yeah, even though I said I'd rather go to a show that's rated TVMA. Yeah. I mean, look, they put Pat McAfee on cable, and he curses. Who's saying your boy can't do it, huh? I'm Matt McAfee. And I should change the name of that show. I should change the name of this show to the Matt McAfee show. It's kind of like back in the day. I was scratching my tricep, you dumbass. Lips like, stop scratching the fourth nip. You don't know the difference between the outside? See see all that red? That's where I was scratching, you dipshit. The fourth nipple's on the inside. It's hidden. I'm aggressive today, and I apologize. Now, they did ask would I want to do this on air, and I was like, yeah. But I don't know that I would do it exactly like this. You know what I mean? Like, this would just be a weird TV show. It'd be like, live from a basement somewhere in the Philippines. It's Barry on Sports. Ah. But it would be kind of this show, a concept of this show. Um, It'd probably be a cross between... Uh, the best damn sports show period and the Johnny Carson show or, you know, one of those and the Arsenio Hall show and uh, he Hall. So. Yeah. <laughs> this goes to basically just scratch and accidentally pop it on air. Pimple popping videos get a lot of views. Gross. No, thanks. No, thanks. <laughs> Jim, Jim, that's what got you excited about that. That's what got you excited about that. All of the things that I mentioned and the thing that Jim got most excited about was fucking hee-haw. God damn it. And see, 
Whoever it was like, oh, you sure? Oh, Jet, you sure are welcoming to your followers. This is why. Jet, this is why. Because Jim just wants hee-haw. Uh, it would probably either be a 30-minute or a one-hour show. Definitely not a two- or three-hour show. You don't do two- and three-hour shows unless you're big. And we ain't that big. Amos said, would they give you a producer and an intern to run ragged? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd have a director, a uh, producer. We would have probably a technical director. Um, yeah. And we talked about, well, it would be like, kind of like Carson in a way, but maybe more Arsenio Hall, where maybe if I'm not sitting at a desk, but I'm kind of sitting uh, in a chair, but I want to have like, not a co-host, but um, a sidekick that I could bounce stuff off of and talk and, you know. And then we'd have, you know, a monologue. We would do some sketches. Don't call them skits. We would have guest interviews, man on the street. It'd just be a whole hoot. Just a hoot. But this is all very much 5% or less that it happens at this point. So the, the, the question was asked, would I want to do it, and how would I envision it? And that the answer was yes, and what I just told you is where that's how far we got. And it was like, all right, we'll give us 30, 45 days, and we might be able to, we'll have a better answer for you in a direction. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right, let's get to, um, I guess DJ Maddie's just not going to show up. Oh, that's true. D-Mata said um, the Benny Hill show showed titties on Channel 39 after 10 o'clock back in the early 80s. That's true. That's a fact. I used to record it on Betamax and then beat off to it later. In slow motion. That's not true. AJ Hawk is just an Easter Island statue. Bro, that drives me insane. <gasps> Cisco, I would do it in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Oh, he's at his mom's? Well, damn it, Alan! It's unacceptable. I made a whole ass post for his fat ass. Well, he's not a fat ass anymore. And that's what I wanted to congratulate him on. You guys, can we give it up for DJ Maddie? He's not here. He's prioritized things like family. And his mother over this show. Yeah. He's prioritized his mom. His mom. Over this show. And I made this. Oh, did your mom make you a slide today, DJ Maddie? I don't think so. I hope she's not sick. Because I would feel like such an asshole. If it's like, well, she's on a ventilator. Fuck. This bit has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> What's up, Ring General? Uh, but yeah, go DJ Maddie, man. Happy for you. Proud of you. Um, oh, and he's your drinking buddy. Well, uh, probably not anymore if he's lost this much weight. Alan said she's fine. Oh, thank God. You know, as soon as I started dog shit, dogging the shit out of him, I was like, oh, boy. Ah, I hope she's not hanging on by a thread and this is what does it. Oh, God, that would be awful. 
Hey, Laminac, you killed his mom. Shit! So Cece said, how though? How? I must know. Cece, what are you talking about? You're so skinny already. You're already so skinny. Uh, but y'all, DJ and Maddie, fat DJs are better. No, fat comics are better. I know. Uh, DJ and Maddie, has the results as of today, I think that was today, uh, uh, he said a year ago, all right, a year ago today, <clears throat> uh, DJ Maddie was wearing a size 2XL, sometimes a 3XL or almost a 3XL shirt. He now wears a medium. He went from a size 42 pants in the waist to a size 32 waist. Yeah. He went from a six inch dong to a two inch dong. Yeah. That. What? And he's down 72 pounds. Let's go. He's almost lost the equivalent of one hot dog on the back of Clarence's neck. 72 pounds. Bro, I'm so happy for you, DJ Maddie. I'm so excited for you. I am so envious in the best way possible of your success. You fat bastard, you. Look at you. I am good for you, dude. Honestly, good for you. That is amazing, and you look amazing. Look at him. Look at that sexy beast. I'd smash. I mean, I'd probably smash the one on the left because he looks like he could make you a hell of a breakfast. But guy on the right, handsome devil you. So, yeah, congratulations, uh, DJ Maddie. And that's why, this is partly why I posted it. Look at it. Congrats. I need some of that in my life. Um, don't Drinking beer doesn't make you fat. So does do. Sorry, Barry. Shut up, John Dorier. That's not true. Drink a beer makes you fat, and I drink diet sodas, so you can suck it, nerd. <clears throat> Tony said, I need to hit the gym. Thanks for the inspiration. Yeah, Tony's Tony gained a half a pound. Ugh. His leotard doesn't fit anymore that he wears doing Tybo and Jazzercise. So, uh, proud of you, DJ Maddie. All jokes aside, I am very proud of you. Congratulations in your weight loss journey. Um, and, and now here's to keeping it off for the rest of your life because no one wants to be 75 years old and look like that guy on the left. No one wants to be 45 and look like that. No one wants to look like that period. I'm just kidding, buddy. Congratulations, man. Love you to death. Congrats to you, big dog, not big dog anymore. Congrats to you. Medium dog. I don't know what's happening to this show. I am in a sassy, sassy mood. Just be warned. Okay? I'm just I guess I'm getting it out of my system so I don't go on the radio with Joel tomorrow and be all sassy. Uh, I'm never gonna hear the end of this. Matt is here five to seven Monday through Friday. Okay. Thanks for the schedule update. Um What's up, B-Hannon? Thanks for lurking. He's only 49. Shit. He looks 39 on the right. He looks 69 on the left. Good for him. 
Uh, Evil Destiny, Vince Wolford is the best fat football player and better barbecue cook. I don't know what any of that means or what that has to do with any of this shit. But, okay. A buddy of mine's kids played football. Or no, played baseball with Vince Wolford's kid, daughter. Played softball. I don't know. Something like that. Uh, all right, so congratulations, DJ Maddie. Got the headlines out of the way. Uh, got the DJ Maddie's not fat anymore uh, out of the way. We did the mattress mac and the Patrick Mahomes dad bod yesterday. What time is it? 311. Um, okay. Um, I feel like you guys are not going to be on board with this. And that's okay because it's my show. And when you're a big-time Twitch star with 43 viewers, you do whatever you want to do. What? Um, so we're going to get to that streaming service thingy-majig in a second. Uh, in fact, before we get to this NBA trade deadline luxury tax conversations, um... And before we get to, let's skip NBA talk for a minute. Let's do this. Let me, uh, excuse me, uh, Jerome Solomon, or as my co-host Giselle Strong would call him, Jerome Solomon. Totally not how you say it, by the way. Not how you say it at all. But there is a plethora of um, prop bets for the Super Bowl. So let's go through some of those. Okay. Let's go through. What am I doing? What happened to my buttons? I just want to resize this. Nope. That wasn't it. Uh, There we go. Who's the technical director on this show? Oh, it's me. Who's producing this? Oh, me. Who's direct me? Did you not watch the intro? Wow. Thank you, Ian, for the time update. Starting a new streak, I see. Um, all right. So Jerome had asked us to come up with and pick like our favorite prop bet. For the Super Bowl. And we're going to get into all these different prop bets. And I'll get some of your opinions in the chat of what you think it would be. But I'll just I'll just go ahead and tell you. I'll spoil it now. Um, but I feel like this one was a lock. And the, 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 the question was. Hold on. Let me reset this. For the love of everything Hollywood. What is your problem, sir? There we go. Um, no, not Gatorade color meaning. So he asked us to pick our favorite prop bet. And I, my favorite prop bet for this year's Super Bowl, I think it's a lock. And the prop bet was, or is, how many hamburger patties will be on Andy Reid's post-game hamburger 
and the over-under was set at one and a half. This is the easiest money you will ever make in your entire life. Andy Reid hasn't eaten a hamburger with less than two patties on it since he was five years old. That is probably the last time he's had a single meat hamburger. Because let's think about this, okay? If Andy Reid wins another Super Bowl, back-to-back Super Bowl, you're celebrating. How does Andy Reid celebrate? With meat. Lots and lots of meat. That's a four, five patty hamburger. Easy, bro. He might put a patty on there, one for each, each point they score. I can totally see it. He might do like, hey, you know, they have a quarter pounder. Uh-uh. I want a pound per quarter. He could have a four-pound hamburger. Celebrating a, another Super Bowl victory. But Barry, what if they lose? Yeah. Have you seen him? Uh, People like me that have things go wrong in their life, what do we do? We eat our feelings. So if Andy Reid loses a Super Bowl, guess what he's going to do? That's a four, five, six patty burger easy. Oh, sad Andy Reid? Yeah. Seven patties minimum, okay? Easily. This is lock of the century, folks. Lock of the century. Go place your bets now. Bet the house, bet the farm, bet the kids' college tuition, your life savings. Do it now. Over one and a half patties on Andy Reid's post-game hamburger. Book it. Woo! That's my favorite shit about Andy Reid is Andy's all about those nuggies. I love when he, I, I can't call them chicken nuggets anymore. I can't, I can't. It's, it's nuggies from here on out. Andy Reid hides hamburger patties under his saggy bosoms. Yes, probably. You know how, um, he's a play caller. And, and, and sometimes I don't know. Oh, this is my Morgan Stanley. No, nope, don't want to use that. Don't want to show you my retirement savings account. What is this? Oh, it's okay. You know how play callers, they'll have their play sheet. They'll be looking at it. Uh-uh. It's a, it's, it's a menu. That's all that is. That's not a play sheet. It's a menu. And he's just literally deciding... Drive by drive, what he's going to have. He's like, damn, three and out. I'll get a salad. Touchdown, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, we're going to get this double quarter pounder right here. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to get. There's no doubt. <laughs> Perry said where to place my bet. Um, uh, So let's look at it. Here is all of the prop bets that Jerome sent me. It's at Bet Online. Now, I do not endorse Bet Online. I don't know Bet Online. I've never used Bet Online. And so I am not encouraging you to go and use Bet Online. I am simply pilfering their information 
for entertainment purposes only. I do not endorse um, nor speak for them, okay? This is just about viewing the prop bets. That's it. So here are your uh, prop bets. Official viewership over 117 and a half million or under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gender of unauthorized person on field. Are we going to have a male streaker? Are we going to have a female streaker? Or are we going to have a trans streaker? No. Uh, How many Elvis costumes will be shown live? Over two or under two? Both minus 120. How many seconds unauthorized person will be on the field? Under 17 and a half, over 17 and a half. How many times will Olivia Cupo be shown? I don't even know who that is. Who is Olivia Cupo? Who is, who is that? Olivia Cupo is an American model. Uh, Miss Rhode Island. Why, the fu- why would she be shown? Who, who is she? I don't know who she is. Is she, like, married to a... Oh, she's an influencer? Oh, God. Miss Universe. Is she dating somebody? She's dating an NFL player. Oh, God. Uh, Who? Olivia Coupel boyfriend. Oh, Christian McCaffrey. Oh. Okay. Oh, it's his wife now? Oh, girlfriend. Gotcha, Keith. Yeah, Keith. Come on, Ian Sager. From now on, anytime anybody posts wrong information in the chat, they end it. You just end up the chat there, Keith. <clears throat> okay, so Olivia Cupo is, is Christian McCaffrey's. So we got to. Over, under, uh, how many times she'll be shown? One and a half. How many times will Roger Goodell be shown? Blech, too many. Jason Kelsey does first, what, during Super Bowl Borad cast? What in the fuck? Jason Kelsey do first during CBS Borad cast. Oh, man boobs, take shirt off, shotgun, chug a beer. Definitely going sh- uh, shotgun. I mean, definitely going man boobs in that one. Kelsey, throw, kick, give ball into crowd after touchdown, yes or no? Uh, No. That's a Super Bowl touchdown. You don't throw that ball into the stands. Are you stupid? Well, it's Travis Kelsey. I'll go yes. Uh, Number, there it is, there it is, there it is, folks. Lock it up. Number of patties on Andy Reid's post-game hamburger. There it is. Under one and a half patties is a minus 200. Over one and a half patties is a plus 150. What? What? You're making money. That's so fantastic. Primary color of Patrick Mahomes' headband. White, red, or black? Doesn't he usually go red? Uh... Uh, primary color of Tony Romo's tie. Jeez, really? Gray, blue, red, black, red, pink, orange, green, yellow. 
and Blue Stars. Super Bowl female viewership, according to Nielsen ratings, over 46.5%, under 46.5%. Vintage video of Ed McCaffrey or Mike Shanahan shown. Yes, plus 300. So you're just rolling with the plus 300. You get no choice. You bet on that, hey, you're getting good odds. Um, what would, be, what would be said first by Romo and Nance? Favorite or favored or underdog? Oh, I think it's 100% underdog. 100% underdog. They're going to feature the Chiefs first, and they're going to let us know that they're underdogs. Fact. Most exciting Super Bowl news trailer for new Twister movie. Get over it, Steven. No one gives a shit. Um, yo, Sensei Borok, thank you for the shout-out, brother. Uh, can we get a shout-out in return for Sensei Borog mods, please? He just gave this show a shout-out. 47 people just got the shout-out from Sensei Borog. All right, let's see. What else we got here? What will be said first, Mr. Irrelevant or GOAT? 100% Mr. Irrelevant. That's a minus 800. Uh, what will Chiefs offense do first? Shovel pass to a tight end? Direct snap to non-QB? I don't know. Where will Andy Reid visit or eat after the game? Look at this. Burger King, McDonald's, In-N-Out, Wendy's, Five Guys, Shake Shack, Smash Burger, Freddy's, Fat Boys, White Castle, or Jack in the Box. Burger King has the best odds at plus 400. The highest paying odds will be Jack in the Box. I guess he's not a Jack in the Box guy. Okay. Uh, let's see. This says, where will Andy Reid uh, visit or eat after the game? Must be announced by February 12 at 11.59. Interesting. And someone asked, what if he doesn't eat a hamburger? Um, really? That's like saying, what if the sun doesn't come up? What are you talking about? Well, what if Andy Reid doesn't eat a hamburger? <laughs> What if water's not wet? What if the sun don't shine? What? Uh, let's see, where do they say? Oh, here we go. Yeah, number of patties on Andy Reid's postgame burger. Must be announced by February 12th. So if it's not, then you get your money back, I guess. Uh, which 49ers athlete fan will be shown first? Andre Iguodala, Gary Payton, Bailey. Who's Bailey? Did I do a thing with Bailey? I think I did a an appearance with Bailey once. Was that Bailey? That sounds familiar. Oh, that was weird. That sounds so familiar. Who's Bailey? Let's see. Uh, oh, I think it was Bailey. Yeah. Uh, Luke Rockhold. Okay. Uh, which 49ers fan will be shown first? Keegan Michael Key. Dr. Disrespect, Andy Samberg, Jeremy Renner, Dave Franco, Rob Schneider, Dana Carvey, or Aaron Paul. Now, I do got to give my co-host on our TV show, Sports Saturday, which you can watch every Saturday right here in the city of Houston on CW39 at 9.30, following the CW39 News. But I got to give shit to my co-host, Giselle Strong, who said, and I quote, her prop bet is that she thinks they'll show 49ers fan E40 first because he's from the Bay Area. 
At which point, my co-host, Jerome Solomon, had to let her know, um, E-40's from Oakland, not San Francisco. So chances are, he's a Raiders fan. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is that Luke Rockhold, the former UFC Luke Rockhold or MMA fighter? He did make it to the, yeah, he made it to the UFC. Yeah, I, I wasn't for sure. Bailey won the Royal Wumber. Oh, interesting. Um, Which 49ers rapper will be shown first? Oh, there you go. E40, 20, no. I don't think E40's a 49ers fan, is he? I would be shocked. Birdman? Mm. So weedy. Okay. Uh, which Chiefs fan to be shown first? Paul Rudd, Henry Winkler, Eric Stone Street, Jason Sudeikis, Dave, David Kochner, uh, Melissa Etheridge, Brad Pitt, or Rob Riggle? I'd go Rob Riggle on that. And not just because he looks like me and is super handsome. Oh, E-40's not from Oakland? He raps like he is. Interesting. Well, learn something new every day. Uh, Let's see, which hangover actor will be shown first? Oh, my God. Yeah, this is stupid. Which Las Vegas landmark will be seen first? The Sphere, 100%. I think E-40 did post Niners fan. Oh. Um, welcome to the fabulous Las Vegas sign, Bellagio. No, it'll definitely be the sphere. Are you shitting me? Which play call will Romo correctly predict first run or pass? Uh, which play will be run first, a flea flicker or the hook and ladder? It will definitely be a flea flicker first. <laughs> if they run either of them, which touchdown celebration will happen first? Gronk spike, the squabble. Home run hit, Lambo leap, the gritty, bow and arrow, Ronaldo, LeBron, backflip, front flip, flip, flip. Why does this is a space? Backflip, front flip, the icky shuffle, the dirty bird, Dion Hysep, the salsa dance, the moss moon, the funky chicken, the key and pill pump, the snow angel, the Carlton, what? Moonwalk, the veto finger rub. Flying bird or sign language. Jesus, what's the leader in the clubhouse here? Gronk Spike. Okay, I guess. I guess. None of those. I have no idea. Uh, which, which watch party fan base will be shown first? Chiefs or Niners? Chiefs. Who will be shown first at kickoff? Steve Spagnuolo. Spagnuolo? Spagnola. Why, am I, why did I have a problem with that? Steve Spagnola. Or Steve Wilkes. Did we give Sensei Bullrock a shout-out, by the way, mods? Please say yes. Please say yes. Sensei Bullrock, thank you for the shout-out, brother. Good to see you, sir. Um, did the mods give you your shout-out? Back? Uh, doesn't look like they did. Jerk-ass mods. What are we doing? Mods, what are we doing? Come on! Sorry, Sensei Bullrog. I told, I asked. I can't do everything around here. I can't. Unless I'm just missing it. It's it's very possible they did. They're, they're usually pretty good about it. But I don't know that they did. They did not. Son of a 
CC said I was working. What? Oh my God. You were working? Working. CC, what are we doing? Oh, first we got people out visiting their sick mom, and now people are doing their jobs. Jesus. Since <laughs> Borak said, absolutely, this is like the sports book at the casino and the Lampoon's Las Vegas vacation with them weird ass games. Yes. Yes. <sighs> um, let's see, where is it? Hold on. I gotta get it back here. Here we go. More here we go. Uh chat recess. Whoa, that wasn't it. Not it at all. There we go. Let's see. So uh, who'll be showing first to kick off Steve Spagnola or Steve Wilkes? I'd go Spags on that. Uh, you know what? I would go Steve. I think that's what I'd do. I'd go Steve on that one. Who'll be showing first to kick off? Steve. Who'll be showing first to kick off? Andy Reid or Kyle Shanahan? Andy Reid. Uh, who'll be shown first in vintage video? Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Andy Reid, pump pass and kick. The best ever. Hank Stram or Lynn Dawson? Ooh, I think Montana. Because anytime you show a Niners highlight, you're going to show the throw first, right? Uh, leave CeCe alone. You know she's building up her 80 days of PTO. <laughs> Is this schlong any good? What? Jet, what? What on earth are you talking about, Jet? Oh my God. Didn't work as Shimmy's watching that Drake video again. What? Drake? I don't even know what's going on. I have no idea what's happening right now. Uh, all right. We're going to get through these folks. We'll be shown first Clark Hunt or Jed York. Uh, we'll be shown first Peyton Manning or Eli Manning. Always Peyton first. It's always Peyton first. Facts. Always Peyton first. Who will be shown first, LeBron James, The Rock, or Adele? I don't know. Who will be shown first, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. We got Montana. Who will be shown first, Ed McCaffrey, Mike Shanahan? Mm. I'm going to go Mike Shanahan. I'm going to go Mike Shanahan. Uh, Will any player be smoking a cigar on the field? Yes. 100% yes. If I had my way, will Jason Kelsey wear a Chiefs jersey? Duh. I don't know. Will Kyle Shanahan's 28-3 blown lead be mentioned? Fuck yeah, Will. Look, they got no. Yes, 100%. Cash that check, baby. Cash that check. You think you think that these yahoos running, these, running the Super Bowl are not going to mention a blown 28-3 lead? Uh, what? And the, one of the head coaches is a part of the Yes. Hell yes. Especially if they get a big lead. Or if they get behind. They're going to mention it either way. Will Romo Nance reference the game odds? No. Will there be a delay due to power outage? No. Yes is plus 1,000. Will there be an administrative timeout? Ooh, no. Will an unauthorized person enter the field of play? Yes. Yes is plus 300. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Thank you, Cisco. Jet, be over here talking about Drake's ding dong. This is a family show. This is a show for the children's. Okay. This is a show that can be played at church. Um, in a random establishment out here talking about Drake's schlong. Gross. Now, if we want to talk titties, that's... Uh, yeah, parent pickup line. Thank you, Cisco. Duh. Walmart. AJ said, AJ Brian said, fuck Shanahan. What? Oh, that's the Falcon in him coming out. <laughs> that's the Falcon in him. Uh, all right, will unauthorized player be on the field? I say yes to that. Uh, who will unauthorized person enter the end zone? That's a euphemism for boink, boink, doink, doink. Are they going to enter the end zone? We'll <laughs> ah! start using that with Nora. Be like, what's up, girl? Can I enter your end zone? She'll be like, what? I'd be like, Super Bowl. I was. Do you want to play Madden? That's all I was asking. Um, so will unauthorized person enter the end zone? Will unauthorized person on field to contact a player? No. That's a minus 1,000. That's costly. Will unauthorized person touch midfield logo? No. Uh, I think at this point, this is me. Now, this is just me spitballing here. I think you put snipers. Okay. That's a prop bet I want to bet on. Will unauthorized person on the field get JFK? And I think I've just gone too far. That's my bad. This is not appropriate. Not appropriate at all. Now that I've shown you the prop bets, I would like to. I would like to place a prop bet, Daddy. But I don't think Bovada has those. <coughs> Call of Duty sniper? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't know what Drake is, but if it has a penis, I will watch it. Let's see. <coughs> <coughs> Let's see. Super Bowl. Oh. Here we go. Oh, no. That's what's happening right now. All right, here we go. Let's see. Super Bowl specials. Uh Super Bowl MVP. Coin toss results. Uh, which one? That's a 50-50 proposition, right? See, he said I Googled, and no, I haven't seen his wang. Please send the DMs. Oh, no. Is Drake's penis now out on the internet? God. I was just about to eat lunch. National Anthem, how long will it take Reba McIntyre to sing the U.S. National Anthem? Under a minute 28, over a minute 28. Good question. There's no easy way to put this. Okay. Now look, I just want the black delegation in the chat 
to just understand that I, I am with you. I have always been with you, and I will always be with you. Okay? I need you to know that before I say what I'm about to say. But, they've got a old southern white woman singing the national anthem. It is going to be on time to the millisecond. Okay? If if the over-under is one minute and 28 seconds, she is going to sing exactly what there will be no over and there will be no under, okay? That's it. It will be 128 on the nose. That's the bet. Now, if this was a black woman, Always go over, okay? You always, you, it could take a minute and 28 before they get to say, can you see? I remember, <laughs> Amos said, Reba got a little soul though, okay? Yeah. Reba has that, um, <sighs> Reba has that like, oh snap, I hang out with this one black chick at the all girls school, so you know what I mean? Like, uh, that's all relative. Um Christina Aguilera. Uh, yeah, probably. Who was it that sang that one where she was like, oh, say, can you see my dog's lila? Who was that? Fergie. Remember when Fergie tried to make the national anthem sexual? That bitch was like, oh, Say, can you see? Like, bitch, what is you doing? Why are you singing this shit like a lounge singer? What? So, I love how the chat is getting so specific now. Wait a minute. Josh Stone is white and has soul. Uh, Christina Aguilera. but, But the white people say, Christina Aguilera. I mean, listen, there are white people that can sing long too, okay, Laminac? How dare you discriminate and make a bit out of it? Say some white names. Sometimes you guys are not fun. (laughs) Hardop said she sounded like a goose in distress. Yeah, she did. Uh, Yeah, she got that. I go to the black hair salon soul. Oh, that's perfect, Amos. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, let's see. What else do I get over here? Uh, <clears throat> what color lick will be poured on the coaches that win Super Bowl 58? Now, see, I said red. I was like, red's a lock. 
Reds plus 325. I was like, Reds a lock. And then Jerome was like, nah, fam. You don't want to ruin your outfit. Red stains it. Red will ruin their outfit. Like, what you? All of them will ruin it. And I said red's a lock because both teams are red. But he's like, man, nobody wants to look like they run around, been doused in period blood. I was like, well, and that's a long way to go with that. Uh, They said no liquid would be poured plus 1,000. Who wins Super Bowl MVP mention? Um, who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first in their speech? Teammates, God or Jesus, city, coach, owner, family uh, or family members does not mention any of the above as plus 16. No, plus 1,800. No, no, no. Yeah, I'd probably go teammate in that. And it depends on the person, right? If C.J. Stroud wins Super Bowl MVP, best believe is his first shout-out is his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 100%. Tebow, same thing. Well, Tebow might thank Joel Osteen first. I don't know. America the Beautiful, how long will that take for Post Malone to sing it? Oh, is he singing it? Nice. Uh, America the Beautiful, who'll be shown first? Chiefs player, Niners player, America the Beautiful. No one gives a shit about this. Coin toss, who will win? Uh, coin toss, will San Francisco 49ers win the coin toss and win the game? Oh, wow, they're doing that. Drake curse. There you go, CC. Drake curse. What team apparel will Drake be wearing on Super Bowl Sunday? Is he going Chiefs or is he going Niners? <sighs> See, here's the problem with these bets, folks. If I'm Drake, I call up the homies and I'm like, yo, fam, get your money up. And they're like, why are you talking like that, Barry? I'm like, sorry. I was I was hanging out at the black barber shop listening to seven-minute renditions of the national anthem. Aretha sang that bitch. It took two and a half days. Okay, let's just be real honest here. I remember Aretha's. Holy shit. You're... Lord Jesus, Aretha saying Aretha one time they they were going to have Aretha sing the in rest in peace to the to the uh, Queen of Soul. They were going to have her uh, sing uh, the national anthem for the Super Bowl here in Houston, but they had to be out for the rodeo by March. So they <laughs> that's an old joke. Uh, Flip said the homies from Canada. Where's mines? Yeah, mines. That's a good point. If I'm Drake, I'm calling up Mines, and I'm like, yo, Mines, get your money up because daddy is wearing whatever jersey he wears. How can that be a prop bet? That'd be so easy for them to make money on. And the Niners are a plus 130, so you're not even paying the casinos. You're not even paying Bovada. You're making money all the way around. Let me show you something. If I go to this prop bet and I say, give me the Chiefs at minus 170, I'll drop a fiver on it. Look how much I'm winning. I'm paying a lot for that bet, right? If I go, no, give me Sandy Franny 
Look at that. I'm making money. I ain't paying for that bet. So if I'm Drake, I call up the squad. Hey, yo. Hey, fam. Put down a girl. I don't think the kids say that anymore. On Niners gear. And that's what I would wear. Um, First missed field goal of the game. Oh, you got to pick the direction. First turnover of the game. First TV advertisement. BMW versus Coors Light. First TV advertisement. Booking versus Hellman's. Nerds versus Oreos. Popeyes versus Dove. Damn. Uh, Reba McIntyre's primary color of boots. Uh, red, white, and blue, baby. Uh, primary color of hat. Yeah, so they got a ton of these on Bovada, but I don't. Do they have the Andy Reid hamburger question? Let me do a control F. Ham. Let's do Patty. Nope, not in this one. They don't have that one. Let me go back. That was Super Bowl specials, was it? Yeah, that was specials. Uh, let's see. Well, was it? Let's see. Control F. Patty. Hamburger. Is Andy Reid even on here? Yep. Nope. That's Randy Gregory. One, two. America the Beautiful, who will be shown first. National Anthem, who will be shown first. Okay. So we don't want the specials. So let's see. QB props. Receiving props. Touchdown scores. Tucker Putin special. You could actually vote on that. Jesus Christ. What are we doing? This That's the most American shit ever. Yeah, these are not prop bets. These are just straight up bets. Uh, And let's see. NFL. Uh, oh, come on. Sports parlay boosters. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wait, CC said that's two. One more and we're screwed. What? What are you talking about? One more what and we're screwed. I've never understood how people put money <sighs> minus 10,000 bets. I think it's just uh, has to be there for the winning. Oh, yeah. That's true. They have um, Caitlin Clark is a one to two um, favorite to win the Wooden Award. In women's college basketball, one to two favorite, meaning you got to bet two dollars to win one. What? That's crazy. What? Yeah, I'm like, man, that's. But you know what? I, I was thinking about it. I'm like, that's a lock. Like that's the lock of the century. So yeah, you bet a hundred bucks to what? Win fifty? Still, that's fifty bucks. You take ten grand and put that down. You're gonna win five grand. Yeah, you're risking ten. There's no way she doesn't win it. Now watch, my dumb ass would be like, all right, put five girl on Caitlin Clark, and then it turns out she's a man, and they disqualify her, and there goes my five grand. Shit. That'd be my luck, which is why I won't do it. But, man, if you're a lucky person, 
throw that cash out there because she's a lock to win that award. An absolute lock. I got to see what this is, this Tucker Carlson. All right, so Tucker Carlson is going to interview Vladimir Putin on X, formerly known as Twitter. Interview specials. Ukraine to be said more than 10 times plus 125. Tucker Carlson to say his special military operation is minus 400. Tucker Carlson to stand for the Russian national anthem plus 500. Ooh. Uh, where will Tucker Carlson relocate to? <laughs> Tucker Carlson's next permanent relocation. Russia, Hungary, India, China, Qatar. Wow. Georgia. <laughs> okay. Uh, Russia's a plus 125. Wow. When will Tucker X Putin be aired? Oh, Q1, Q2, Q3, not before 2025. Interesting. That's wild. What is going on with that? That's crazy talk. I don't even know. I don't even know why. He's All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, oh, I tuned in just in time. This is top tier betting material. Hey, what's up, Justin? All right, we're going to take a quick little break. Justin, you just got in, man. We've been doing this show. I went live at noon today. I've done three hours and 52 minutes of show. Noon, buddy. Noon on the dot. Noon. That's not true. It was 12.04. Somewhere. Aha! All right. I'm weird today. Sorry. All right. Let's take a quick break. I'm going to pee because I have drinking an absolute shitload of Cherry Limeade Slush, and I still have some left. I'm a pee. I'm a fire up the Laminator 5000 right, right fast. Guys, I just went through puberty right then. I just felt my balls drop when my voice cracked like that. Right, right fast. Um, yeah, so we'll do that, and then we'll come back, and we'll get rolled, and I'll give you my picks. I'll give you my picks. I'm just kidding, Justin. I didn't go live to like 205. No way. You're good. Uh, new restaurant opening got me in hustle mode. You opened a restaurant, brother? Come on. What? Or are you working for a restaurant that's new? Share the deets, fam. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, one more time. Shout out to Sensei Bullrog for the shout out. I don't know if we ever gave him a shout out back, but you guys do me a favor and go follow him, please, for the love of God. If everybody here watching right now, us 40 of you, went and followed Sensei Bullrog, bam, you know what would happen? He'd have 40 more follows. Math. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, I'm a pee. I'm going to work on this Laminator 5000 real quick. And then when we come back, we're going to, uh, I'll give you the my pick. I'll give you the uh, Laminator 5000 pick. And um, we can talk about the game a little bit. And then we're going to get into some NBA. I want to talk about this new luxury tax because the trade deadline for the NBA is tomorrow. Uh, and there are some implications. So we'll get into that a little bit. It's kind of nerdy, kind of technical, but I think you'll dig it. If you're a sports fan, it'll be dope. Uh, thank you to whoever did the shout out. Finally, The Rock has come back to the chat. Uh, and we'll have a good old time. And uh, we've got a little over an hour left in the show. So don't go anywhere. We're going to come back in about five minutes, okay? If follow, if you never say deets again. Oh, I'll follow. Okay. 
deal skis. Deal skis. Amos, I will never say deets again. Ha ha! Got him!
back to the final hour-ish of Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lamanac. Thank you guys for sticking around to the break. Sorry it was a little longer than it should have been. <sighs> Quite a few of you left, too. That was not nice. I was having technical problems getting the Laminator 5000 to work. But such is life. Uh, so let's get into it. Okay, um, and now we don't need that. Oh, wait, those are new updates. Xavier Tillman traded to the Celtics. Okay, uh, why Boston acquired former Grizzlies big man. Luke Kennard, a sneaky, valuable trade deadline candidate. This is likely to move. Oh, well, that just happened. Um, latest on Jazz is Jordan Clarkson. Okay, so there's been no real... Updates. Uh, this is a long piece. Shut up, Alan. It's not my prostate. I was working on the Laminator 5000. The pee took like 15 seconds. I'm a fast peer. Okay. Thank you, Dre. Thank you, Evil Death. Appreciate you. We should do roll call. See some of you jerk-ass jerks that left. Um... All right, so let's get to let's get to the Laminator Five Thousand and the Super Bowl, and let's just talk about the game. Let's talk about life. Let's talk about ducks. Um, I didn't have a fancy slide for it, but if you want to see, it's crazy to think that the Chiefs are actually underdogs in this game, and they are. The Kansas City Chiefs are underdogs right now. MGM Grand has it uh, that the Chief, that the uh, um, San Francisco 49ers are a two-point favorite. Two points. Two points. <clears throat> Chiefs were a two-and-a-half-point dog, or Niners were a two-and-a-half-point favorite. That has since come down a little bit. All right, now. Laminator 5000 says final score of this one should be roughly San Fran 23, Chiefs 19, uh, 19.7, which is roughly 20. So 23 to 20 is what the Laminator 5000 is predicting. Uh, oh, it was up to three last week? Wow. Um. So the Laminator 5000 is saying 23 to 20, which if it was up to three last week, that is what I mean. I don't want to say I'm a genius, guys, but you, you Jim said it, not me. So obviously, if you're given the Chiefs two points, that means 23, 22 would be the final score with the spread. And that is why San Francisco is the pick for the spreadsheet. Laminator 5000 says, uh, take the Niners, give the points. Wow, been three, moved to one, back to two. It's crazy. Yeah, it's been all over. They said something like $2.5 billion will be bet on the Super Bowl. The line's been moving since they pushed them out. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, if you can get more, I would take the Chiefs and the points all day. In fact, what does Bovada have it as? Let's see. Bovada. Uh, let's go. Sports. 
Super Bowl. Right now, you're getting the Chiefs at even money. It's not even costing you anything. Wow. Daddy likey. You know what? I'm going to go on ahead. Go on and bless it with the monies. Uh, I'm going to go on and bless this with a little, um, let's go 10 spot on it. Yeah. We're betting 10 to make 10. Look at that. Even money. Even Steven money. And you might be like, well, what's the big deal? Well, uh, let me place this real quick. Watch as soon as I place it, it's going to be two and a half. I've, uh, that's the only thing about waiting. Because it's like, ugh. Oh, screw it. Flying in the face of everything. I. All right, so I got my 10 bucks, Chiefs plus two, right? So what does that mean? Well, if you look at this, to, to, to get the Niners and give two points, if you were to bet the same $10, You'd only win nine dollars and nine cents. You're losing a dollar ten, or you're losing actually. Uh, you're losing what? Sorry, not a dollar ten. Stupid ass. You're losing ninety-one cents. It costs you what? One hundred and ten percent. Isn't that how that works? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It costs you ten cents to make the bet. Well, eleven. I'm so confused. Why am I having this problem right now? Uh, so it's and you can buy points, which is gonna change your uh your numbers. So if you buy a half point, it costs you a minus one twenty. So you can do that. But that's what it is right now. So it's costing you ninety one cents to place that same ten dollar bet that you were getting even money on. So I'm not paying the house anything to make that bet if I win. So like if I win and I'm betting on the Niners at a minus two, which costs me minus 110 or 91 pennies, I'm paying the house to make that bet. So I like that even money. Uh, also, when you look over here, uh, Chiefs are plus 115 money line. So money line is just picking straight up. I just believe the Chiefs are going to win. Point spread be damned. They could win by one. They could win by 100. Doesn't matter. As long as they win, I collect on that. So it's kind of the same thing here. If you bet your 10 bucks, you win 1150 That's what the plus 115 is. <clears throat> um, you're making money on it. So I'm not paying the house anything. The same thing. If you think that the Niners are going to win, you place a $10 bet at minus 125. You're losing two bucks on that bet. So for every dollar you bet, it costs you a quarter. Is essentially what that means. Right. Um, so there you go. Because if you look, you got to look. Oh, 80 cents. What am I doing? I'm so bass backwards right now. Five bucks, you win four. Yeah, 20 cents. My bad. I don't know what I'm doing. 20, because it's 120. Okay. God, this is so confusing sometimes to my own self. Uh, and then there's the over-under. Hey, what's up, Joe Pro? Over-under is 47 and a half. Uh, let's see what the Laminator 5000 says. Eliminate the 5,000 says take the under. Yeah, because it says 23-20 is the final score, which is 43 points. 
We're estimating it at 42.8. What's up, Dallas hater? Uh, if it's even, why wouldn't you bet the money line? Good question, sir. Because I am getting points. Uh, so Vegas right here says 47 and a half. That's what it is over here. Spreadsheet says if it's a 23-20 score, that would be the under to take that. Well, you know what? We're going to go ahead and throw five bucks on the under for that. So let's throw five bones on there and take the under like our spreadsheet says. So let me answer that question, Dallas Hater 69. Um, you said if it's even money, why wouldn't you just bet the money line? Uh, because you're not getting points on the money line. You either win or lose. If I'm betting the Chiefs and getting even money, I'm getting two points with that even money. So it's not costing me anything, and I'm getting two points. Money line, it's not costing me anything. I'm making a little more, but I don't have the leverage of a couple of extra points on the board to help me with the W. So, I mean... Certainly, if you believe in uh, the Chiefs and you think that there's no doubt that they win this game, money line them. Money line them hoes. But if it's close like this and you're like, shit, I don't really know. I think the Chiefs will win. I'm not 100% sure, though. I like taking, give me them points. That's just, uh, I mean, especially if it's even, right? If it's a minus... 105 minus 110, eh, then you might be like, well, I'm paying to get the points. Mm. Especially if it's one, one and a half. What? One and a half is a weird one because you get the hook, right? Like, it's rare, I think, that you might see like, uh, I mean, I guess it's not all that rare. But if you're betting, if you're, if a point to me is a, you might as well money line that if it's a point. <laughs> point and a half matters because if it's a one-point game, you win. Uh, but a point, there's, there's, it can only be a point. There's no tie in the Super Bowl. So to take a to give a point, you're basically given a tie if it's a one-point game. You're given a push. And if you're taking the point, you're taking a push. So that's why that hook is always important, especially in a game with no ties like the Super Bowl. So there's no push. <laughs> evil, I said Dallas Hater 69. Are you total Dallas is evil twin like Mario and Wario? Yeah, he's black Spider-Man. I don't know if that's an accurate one-to-one -one correlation. I just know there was a Spider-Man in a black suit. That was not racially charged, by the way. It was not racially motivated. That was based on outfits. Okay. Lock it up. Venom. No idea what that means. Nerd. No idea what that is. All right. So eliminated 5,000. There you have it, folks. Uh, eliminated 5,000 says take San Francisco, give the points and take the under. I disagreed with it. I took the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Not the Chiefs, the Chiefs with a V, Chiefs. I took the Chiefs and the under. Because I do think it'll be a low-scoring game. Relatively speaking. So, 
There you go. And yeah, money line was 110 minus 130. Uh, actually, that's pretty good. Minus 125. Doesn't quite cost you as much. So there you go. Okay. Well, there's a look at the Laminator 5000. Uh, do we want to do props? No, not props. Let's see. Prop builder, alternate lines, special bats. Oh, was there one in here that I wanted to do? No. No. Oh, first drive parlays. Chiefs first drive punt. 49ers first drive punt. Hmm. Interesting. Chiefs first drive. Any other 49ers first drive? And now, uh, what if they went back-to-back touchdowns? That'd be wild. Oh, the opening kickoff result in a touchback. Yes, is minus 390. Wow. What? Um, okay. I wonder what the history of the uh, NFL coin toss is. Let's see if we can find that. History of the Super Bowl coin toss results. Across the first 57 Super Bowls, the coin toss landed on tails 30 times and heads 27 times. Longest ever streak for one result went from Super Bowl 18 to Super Bowl 48. Fucking Roman numerals, man. These ramen noodles just killing me. When it landed heads five straight times. Then I was way off on that. That is 43 to 48. Shit. I thought the L was a five. That's a 50. I'm a dumbass. V is a five. There have been three stretches in which Super Bowl coin toss landed tails four straight times. So tails is the prevailing result. <sighs> eh. Ah, will the team that wins the coin toss win the game? Ooh. Team to receive the opening kickoff. Will the team that calls heads or tails in the coin toss be correct? That's the same thing as picking. Will the opening kickoff? No, it's not. I guess. I guess not. Will the opening kickoff result in a touchback? I'd go yes for sure on that. Um, yeah, I don't like these. I don't like these. These are whack. Quick, quick, whack. Yeah, those sucked. Uh, here was the specials. Man, what's a what's a wild number for MVP? Sam Darnold would be insane. Insane. Uh, I mean, you gotta go. I'd got to go Mahomes. Really, because I'm picking the Chiefs. So duh. Oh, uh, they're beautiful. See, I don't give a shit about these songs. I want, where's the, where's Andy Reid's hamburger patties? That's what I need in my life. Damn it. Oh, well. Eight of the last nine that won the toss, lost the game. No shit, Dubs. Is that true? No doubt. Da- Total Dallas is not Dallas. Hater 69. Hey, what's up, Flimsy Cherry? Flimsy Cherry said, uh, uh, CMC as MVP. Well, I would have to believe that the Niners are going to win, and I don't. So I shan't be betting on that. 
Uh, I'll probably play some more bets the day of the game. I'll kind of gauge what's going on here. Uh, Spider Noir? I don't know what that is. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what that is. All right. Uh, so we got our bets in. Let's talk about this new streaming service real quick. Right, right fast. I don't know if you heard about this. I tried to get the uh, person on the phone. But there is a new streaming service soon to be hitting um, a streaming device near you. I, I don't know if I said that right. Uh, hold on. Uh, there it is. This is so. This is from the Athletic. This is where I got this. Um, is that yesterday? Uh, it was announced that a ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers slash Discovery, Warner Brothers Discovery, are teaming up to launch a new standalone streaming app that will air their combined content. So yes, that means you get all of ESPN's content, all of Fox's content, and all of Warner Brothers Discovery content. Uh, it says what's included, every ESPN property and every Fox Sports channel, plus the Big Ten Network, TNT, TBS, and even True TV. So every essential sports channel outside of CBS, NBC, and Amazon. You're also not getting the NFL Network. You're not getting uh, regionals. How much will it cost? They don't know yet. So they, they asked these questions of the guy I tried to get on the show, Andrew Marchand, uh, to discuss this. And it says, here are some of the questions that the writer uh, or that, that they put in the newsletter that came out. It says, this could be impactful on multiple levels. What, are the, what is the most important cascading effect of this? And Andrew said, I think it feels impactful, but it's not actually going to be, at least in the near term. The reason is it'll probably cost in the $50 range per month. You can basically receive everything it's offering plus non-sports content for 72 a month with YouTube TV. So for 12 more dollars or 22 more dollars, you get all of that stuff plus all of the non-sports content on YouTube TV for 22 more bucks. He says this might be a little simplistic, but are we just recreating cable? Uh, yes and no. We're starting to, we're starting the great rebundling. There are combo deals everywhere, but we are not yet to a point where we're solving the sports fans' problem of simplif simplifying their viewing experience and doing it at an affordable price. This is a step in that direction, but further consolidation is needed. Uh, let's see. We're, uh, we are calling this the great rebundling from now on. Okay. So it says, let's check out the whole article here. And... Um, yeah, it said it could run between 50 and 55, possibly 75 bucks a month. But I think the question about something like this is, do I get the regional games? That's all I give a shit about. I can already watch all of the football games I want to watch. As long as I can watch my team's home games and road games. 
right? Um, what about the regionals? What about baseball and basketball? That's what I, that's what I need to know. So it says on the topic of price point for the joint sports streaming service, which will be foremost in the minds of consumers, the joint venture has not yet finished its research in where it will land, but for some guidance based on the brief on the deal, the likelihood is it will be priced between where a standalone RSN might charge for its monthly offering, like 20 to 30 bucks, depending on where you live or what you might pay for a bundled service, like 75 and up. Uh, they don't have a name for it yet. And ESPN will still be offered on cable in their most recent projections. ESPN plus will be priced at 25 to 30 a month. That's crazy. And I don't know. Uh, announcements comes at an interesting time. Um, yeah, I don't see anything about the regionals. I really don't. And I think that's super important. And you've got, it's why I haven't left Fubo yet. As much as I hate Fubo, Rockets and Astros, baby. So we'll see what happens. Uh, excuse me. You know what the dopest thing of all would be? And I would probably pay a pretty good chunk of change for this. No lie. Well, it's Sean. As long as I can watch the Astros snore, snore. Shut up, Sean! Hey, your guts! Sean has been hating everything so long I forgot what his name used to be. <laughs> yeah, Sean. Hey, that. I might have to be out on sports altogether. Sean, no! What does this say? Sounds like cable. Yeah, um... Here's the thing. Uh, a little cheaper than YouTube TV or Fubo. Yeah, I just got my new Fubo bill. $112. What? What? I mean, that's practically what I was paying for cable. It's ridiculous. I figured it out one day. It was like 112 bucks for Fubo. Netflix raised their prices. Um, I'm paying for Hulu. Uh, I get HBO Max for free because of AT&T. Disney Plus, I I am not getting help from anyone in this chat with that. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of shit, right? Discovery Plus, Paramount Plus. Like, if you want all this... You might as well just go back to cable where all this shit was. But the problem is, is we all ran from cable. So cable is dying and doesn't have access to this. And now all of these individuals that were selling this shit to cable are like, oh, we'll just sell it ourselves. Cool. And make way more money. Because cable was like, here's a dollar. Here's four dollars per person. And now they're like, no, thanks. We'll keep all 10. I mean, yeah, they have the overhead of distributing it, but shit. Think about how much money Netflix makes. Just think about that. Netflix makes, how many people are subscribed to Netflix? 
How many people are subscribed to Netflix? Netflix has 260 million subscribers. It's the it's the Netflix is the streaming service with the most subscribers. And what does it cost? Uh, nah, let's see. How much does Netflix cost? Standard with ads is seven bucks. Standard is six fifteen fifty, and premium is twenty three. So if you flip, I mean, forget the ads thing. It's somewhere between fifteen and twenty three. So we'll split the difference and call it uh, seventeen dollars a month. 260 million people times, oh, hold on. 260, 0000000 billion dollars a year in subscription fees. What? billion a year is what Netflix is making. Let's see. Um, Oh, I stand corrected. I'm way off. It says, according to uh, four-week NBA, Netflix's revenue in 2023 was over $33.7 billion. What? Jesus, the wheezes, that's insane. Oh, here we go. Uh, in Netflix, average yearly revenue per subscriber was $139.68. Oh, that's because that was a month. That's $4.42 billion a month. Duh. I'm a dumbass. So, yeah, we did the $17 per month times 260 million subscribers is $4.42 billion a month a month these jokers are oh my god let's see times 12 equals 53 billion dollars and they're making more than that they're making more than that guys jesus Jesus, this is insane it says it right there in the fine print look at it you look at it look at that $33 $33 billion a year. And they're like, sorry, we got to raise our prices. We're not making enough. What? $33 billion a year isn't enough. It's crazy. It's insane to me. and makes me angry. Angry. Um, Yeah. And there's no end in sight. And we've basically done this to ourselves because we told cable to hit the road. And now all of them look at it and go, well, hell, if Netflix can make $33 billion, shit, even if we only do half of that, we're doing good. Flimsy's Cherry said Netflix just paid $5 billion for WWE Raw. How stupid. Like, bro, you're already making $33 billion. You, you don't need to pay $5 billion for that garbage. 
Make your own WWE for fuck's sake. Now, uh, Evil Dead said expecting Prime Video and Peacock to get exclusive rights for more playoff games. Oh, yeah, probably true. And here's what pissed me off. Nora and I went to watch a video the other day on Amazon Prime because, you know, oh, as an Amazon Prime member, you get Amazon Prime for free. Value. Awesome. Great. Fantastic. And now I just got the notice like this week, maybe it was this past weekend, turned on Amazon Prime to watch something and it goes, we now run ads. If you want the ad-free version of Amazon Video Prime, whatever the hell they're calling it, Amazon Prime Video, smiley, fuck face, whatever, it's $2.99 a month. Oh, so I got to pay to not see ads. I hate, I hate, I hate all of this. You guys have no idea how angry I am right now. I just want to just scream at things. I should hit this mute button and just start screaming. Uh, Amos said, I heard Netflix was actually operating in the red for the last 10 years. How, how are you operating in the red if you're making $33 billion a year? You're making some pretty god-awful decisions. And that was up from 31.6 that they made in 2022. Uh, let's see. Netflix's largest market is North America, where it made $14 billion of its revenue. In 2022, Netflix had a net income of $4.4 billion which is a 12% decrease from the previous year. Oh, no! They only netted $4.4 billion. Oh! Bro, what? So they're definitely not operating uh, in the black. I mean, in the red. They're making $4.4 billion net. So they just, they, they pay all, they pay... What, $29 billion a year in expenses. That's making movies, making series, paying for the rights to wrestling or whatever other stupid-ass things they dump their money in. They pay their employees. They pay their infrastructure costs. They pay all of that. And they pay their CEO millions of dollars. All All that. All that is paid out. And at the end of the year, December 31st, at 11.59 p.m., they look at their checkbook balance and go, huh, we got $4.4 billion left. Hmm. Let's roll that in the next year. Actually, what we'll do is we'll give it to the five people in the organization. Unbelievable. But yet, they're sitting on $4.4 billion, but they got to raise our prices. I really do get furious about this shit. And then they wonder why they wonder why people bootleg their shit. You know what I mean? They wonder why people are sharing passwords. And then that's the other thing. They're like, hey, you can't be, you can't be sharing passwords. No. Okay. We're not making enough. And I get it. Free market. Capitalist society. I understand. Everybody wants to make as much as they can. But my God, my God, how much is enough for a company that's just sitting on an extra four and a half billion a year? 
if I was them, I would look at like, okay, what is the, because it's the 80-20 rule. Everything is the 80-20 rule. Everything. 20% of your problems come from 80% of your customers. 20% of your revenue comes from 80% of your customers, right? Or maybe it's 80% of your revenue comes from 20, but there's the 20, 80-20 rule it applies in life. In life. So why not look at it and go, um, yeah, the, the bottom 20%, and I, I promise you, the bottom 80%, the money that they're spending on this shit that's not nobody watches, promise. So they'll pay for the rights for something and it'll go away and then, but it's like, bro, what? Just stop paying for that 80% of fluff and bullshit that nobody watches. And it's like, well, it's a crapshoot. You don't know what anybody's going to watch. So you throw so much out there that it overwhelms them. And all you do, tell me the truth, chat. All you do is you say on that home screen where they give you the stuff they want you to watch. Here's new releases. Here's the top 10. Here's the things we think you would want to watch based on an algorithm and the things you've already watched. Because you don't go exploring. You're just like, mm. uh well, it's just like Griselda. I just watched that. Y'all were talking about it in the chat, so I had to watch it because I really thought it was going to show Sofia Vergara's titties, and it didn't, and I'm pissed off that you ladies in the chat convinced me that I would see her titties, and I didn't. And next time, I'll just Google Sofia Vergara's titties, and if it pops up with a screen cap from a Netflix video, I'll watch it. Otherwise, fool me once. Damn it. Well, Titan Hugo said, I just started Griselda. Good luck. Because you ain't going to see your titties, I'll tell you that. <sighs> PB Dub said, just unsubscribe. I did. That's. Are you crazy? What the hell am I going to watch, Dubs? Fubo, the thing I pay $112 of? month for so I can watch the five o'clock news until seven. And by the way, that's a weird thing. It's the same news from four until seven, except for 30 minutes when Peter Jennings is on. No, he's dead. Who's David Muir Muir. I like David. He's a nice guy. Well, that is the same goddamn news until seven. What are we doing? I paid 112 bucks for the fucking news. It's ridiculous. Nasty Nate said, no titties, I'm out. Same, fam, same. The CC said, I saw titties because I pay extra. What? You're the chump that's out there netting them $4.4 billion for a boob shot. <sighs> Jim on Sports said, just watched that We Are the World documentary on Netflix. Still have no idea why Dan Aykroyd was there. Blues Brothers, baby. Blues Brothers. That's why. Blues Brothers were huge. Not as huge as Sophia's Vergara's titties I never saw, but huge nonetheless. <laughs> Amos. Amos said, what version did you watch? I for sure saw titties. No. I saw titties, but it was just random ass 
extra titties. You know what I mean? Like, oh, who's this random actress that's like, I'm going to be a big Hollywood star, right? And they're like, yeah, show your titties. And they're like, okay. And then you never hear from them again. I'm not talking about those titties. I am speaking specifically of Sofia Vergara's boobs. Didn't see them. Okay, that's weird, Jim. You deserve a timeout for that creepiness. That is some OU Mike next level flip creepiness right there, Jim. What? Jim said, I just make my own topless Sofia Vergara pictures with uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, yeah, with her, her artificials and your intelligence. Cisco <laughs> said, thank God for Alan Iverson. AI? Really? Iverson's doing some creepy shit. Uh, John Dorier said, my wife will spend 30 minutes to find some off the wall show. It's insane. It's insane. Uh, there was a lot of titties in here when she was doing it. Oh, there was a lot of titles. Huh? What? This show sounds like girls gone wild, but nobody famous. No, no, there's not even that many titties. It's like one time they're smuggling in. Spoiler alert. Five, four, three. I'll wave at the camera when I'm done. Two, one. They're smuggling in cocaine in the brawls. And so you get, uh, you know, a couple of chicks with some heaving bosoms that are like, hola, mijo, I brought you some cocaine. And bam, and then these big ass titties flop out. Bam. It's like, how'd you get any cocaine in there? And so that's how they were. That's what you saw. You saw a couple of titties on that episode. And then I think that was, I mean, like maybe a random tit shot. There's one point where she's banging the dude. What's his name? Darius Dory, John Dorier. I don't know. She's banging her husband. And you're supposed to believe it's Sofia Vergara. Uh, oh, no. Flick flub. Because when they show her, she's on top, right? She's reviding, She's riding cowgirl. You know, I guess her late knees weren't up. Technically, she wasn't. She's on top. And you see a little side titty meat. You see a little boob. But her hair is like to her neck. And then it's like cut to next scene. And she's got long flowing hair down to her butt. It's like, okay, that's not the same. Those were definitely not her titties. Well, maybe her hair was in a butt. It wasn't. I zoomed. Or I. Nora told me. I didn't zoom. You're creepy. Uh, so I didn't see side boobs in the bedroom scene. Oh, that's what I just said. Just addressed it, Amos. You got bamboozled. You got hoodwinked. Yeah. You didn't land on Titty Rock. Titty Rock landed on you. Tricked you. That's what they did. <laughs> What's up, Chris from Sam Houston? Barry with his nose pressed against the TV. I'm all. Shit. Let me switch this hoe to 480. <laughs> Resolution. She got a stunt double. God damn. Yeah, you got bamboozled. Well done, Cece. It was a mouthful to say.
Uh, yeah. I don't know how we got on all this. We were bitching about streaming, and now we're mad about Sofia Vergara's titties. But nonetheless, there's your streaming um, news. So, yay! Uh, I didn't think you'd be so disappointed. They're not hers. I wanted to see hers specifically. You know what I've never done? I've never actually searched Sofia Vergara topless. I guarantee you it's out there. That <laughs> was daytime Cinemax boob. Wasn't even full boob. Yeah. It was a fake nipple. Just like a Hershey's kiss. Still in the wrapper. And it's like, oh my God, does she have foil on her titties? Oh no, that's her nipple. No, it's not. No, it's not. Um, I feel like anywhere we go from here is going to be weird. Oh, we got updated news. Let's see. Monty Morris to the Timberwolves. Shane Milton, Troy Brown, and a second round pick to the Pistons. Okay. Xavier Tillman to the Celtics. Two second round picks and Lamar Stevens to the Grizzlies. Got that. Okay. That's the latest. Three trades have gone down. Uh, is there time for the film session today? Shit. I didn't even download the video. Let's see. Let me go grab it real quick. Uh, I do want to show you something though. Let's, uh, damn it. I need to get to the, these two videos. Let me see. Let me see. Let me try to blow through these. That sounded disgusting. Let's <laughs> just go on Twitter. I only watch Netflix, Hulu, Peacock, Disney Plus, Prime Video, Apple TV if the TV is signed in. I don't watch TV. I get my news from my phone and my sports from at Barry on deck with at Barry is funny. God damn it, Cisco. I love you to death, buddy. Love you to death. Uh. Um. Cisco's the best. Cisco's the best hype man. Like, the best hype man. Cisco will get blocked by former NFL athletes. That's how much of a down-ass hype man he is. Oh, there's still zero people watching on Twitter. Oh, now there's one. Me. <laughs> I'm going to go chat to myself. Oh, it says subscribe to premium to chat. Oh, go fuck yourself, Twitter. Are you serious? Uh, I tagged all those. Uh, the other ones started a bidding war over BOD. <laughs> and so you're so great, Cisco. Uh, what the hell was I going to show you guys? Let's just show you something. Okay, well, let's talk real quick. All right, so it's NBA trade deadline. All right, pay attention. This is serious sports talk right now. I am serious sports talk guy. All right, we've had fun. We've had shenanigans. I think I said that wrong. We've had shenanigans. We're going to talk about some serious sports for a second. And by God, I'm going to get you into the NBA. Kicking and screaming whether you like it or not. But NBA trade deadline is tomorrow. So come trade deadline, there's a lot of teams that are going to, it might not be as busy as it used to be in the past. Other teams have to be more careful. And here's why, because the new collective bargaining agreement, I almost didn't get that all out properly. You'd think I'd been drinking a day and I hadn't. Uh, there's a new NBA luxury tax. There's called, there's this first apron and second apron. You need to be aware of this. You're going to hear these terms 
I'm just trying to educate you so that as a sports fan, when you hear, oh, I don't know, they didn't want to do the trade because it put them in the second apron, you're not like, what, they're cooking? They're all wearing aprons? I don't understand. I'm dumb and lost. Not anymore. You're welcome. So um, there is a luxury tax that appears. Uh, it is So the salary cap in the NBA this year, $136 million. The luxury tax, if you hit this threshold where you pay um, luxury tax on your above and beyond the salary cap is $165.3 million. So then they have what they're calling the first apron and the second apron. It's basically two tiers above the luxury tax. Because in the past it was like, okay, yeah, luxury tax is your penalty for going over the salary cap, right? Well, um, it's a little more to it than that now, especially now that they've added a second apron to this deal. Before you had the one penalty if you went over like seven and a half million above the luxury tax i think it was seven million let's see now it's seven million yeah so if you went above that you would have to you would lose certain things you would you would certain things would happen so for example here's the new first apron so if you hit that first one if you were at uh seven million over the luxury tax, and you end up in the first apron, right? You have $172 million payroll, for example. These are some of the things you have to do. Salary matches and trades have to be within 110% of the outgoing salary. So that exists, um, and it says that number is 125% for non-taxpayer clubs. So any club that's not in the luxury tax, you can be within 125% range. So you can actually trade for more and give up less if you want to. And teams can't take more money in a trade than it sends out. So you can't go out and get a bigger star or a bigger contract and send out peanuts in return if you're in this first apron of the luxury tax. Teams can't acquire players in a side and trade deal in the offseason if the incoming salary keeps them above the first apron. Also important. And it says teams can't sign a player waived during the regular season if his salary exceeds the mid-level exception, which this season is $12.2 million. You hear a lot about this in the trade deadline, right? You hear a lot about a guy that didn't get traded. So what they do is they the teams agree to a buyout. They get waived or they, they get bought out. Sometimes they'll just get waived and paid. And sometimes they'll go, look, we owe you 40 We'll give you 20 and then you can go or we'll give you 30 and you can go make the mid-level exception at 12. Uh, that's 42. So you'll make 2 million in the deal, but we won't have to pay the 40, but another team will at least give you a mid-level exception. So they'll do stuff like that. And then teams that like we've seen the Rockets do in the past with Daryl Morris, they'll be like, Hey, we need a veteran presence down the stretch and in the playoffs. So you go out and get a guy that, a lot of teams felt maybe, hey, we can't win with this guy. We're sucking right now, right? Like Portland with Dame. And it's just like, shit, uh, you, you could, he could have been bought out and then go played with the Lakers for a mid-level exception for the rest of the year. So you can't do that now uh, if the salary exceeds the mid-level exception. And it says this will limit tax teams during the annual buyout season as veterans not dealt before the trade deadline generally look for new teams for the playoffs. So if you're in that first apron, no, no, no. 
you don't get to play that. But this is where it gets even crazier because now there's the second apron. What does it say? I think my AirPods are on the last leg. They were fully charged at the start of the show, and now they're already dead. Mm. In your opinion, should Jalen Green be on the trading block? Yes. 100%. Why not? Uh, Jalen Green's not the best player on this team. He's not the second best player on this team. Hell, he's probably not the third best player on this team. And he should be. He might be the second best scorer. But Ime Odoku isn't Odoka isn't going to sit there and let Jalen Green just not play defense and just score. He does not fit the vibe or the direction that Ime Odoku would take this team. He's just not a fit. He's a great Steven Silas guy. Just go out and shoot, and then otherwise we don't give a shit. Not for this team. He's not a fit. He's not a fit. Jamari Smith is a better fit for what they're trying to build than Jalen Green. So absolutely, I would trade Jalen Green. And I heard there was a rumor that Chicago was interested in trading Zach Levine for Jalen Green, and that's kind of the same player. But again, I don't, I don't, maybe not. I don't know, is Zach Levine better on defense? If so, do the deal. Otherwise, I don't know. We'll ask Joel tomorrow. Uh, all right, let me get through this, though. Um, so it says teams can't sign a player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the first apron of the luxury tax. The second apron, though, that's all that that I just read you was the first apron. If you end up in the second apron of the luxury tax, now remember, that's if you go 15 uh, million over the, or sorry, 17 and a half million above the tax it's 182.8 million so basically 183 million dollars you get up in that range there's even more severe penalties teams will no longer be able to use the taxpayer mid-level exception at all if a team remains in the second apron three out of five seasons their first round pick will automatically move to the end of the round that starts next season first round picks seven years out can't trade them anymore a valuable asset for capped out contenders Cannot be traded beginning next season. Salaries cannot be aggregated or combined to trade for a single player making more money. So you can't go, well, I'll take 20 million here and 20 million here and trade it for 40 million. Nope. Can't do that. Uh, Teams can't use trade exceptions created from a prior year and teams can no longer use cash in trade. So you can't just send money to hit thresholds. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Joe Pro said NBA is out here making CPAs work overtime. Yeah. But that's a lot of restrictions. So you're probably like, well, knowing all that, teams don't get into these aprons, right? Wrong. Here's the teams that are in the aprons right now. Uh, in the first apron, Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets exist in that first level of restrictions. And there are five teams that sit in the second apron. The Bucks, the Celtics, the Suns, the Clippers, and the Golden State Warriors. And one of these is not like the other. Now, I mean, the Celtics did a ton of, of um, talent. Same thing with the Clippers and the Suns. Uh, let's take a gander real quick at where these teams sit, shall we? Let's just see what kind of deal they're getting for their money. So remember these teams, right? Miami and Denver are in that first apron. But you've got Milwaukee, Boston, Phoenix, 
the Clippers and the Warriors are in that second apron of restrictions as far as trades and what they can and can't do, right? Well, here's your standings. He said Miami, right there, they are in the seven seed, and Denver is the four seed. Got it. Milwaukee and Boston are one and three in the East. And then you've got Phoenix, or you've got the Clippers. Yep, you've got Phoenix at one and six. And then you have the Golden State Warriors, who are 11th in the West. All that money spent. And the crazy thing is now, the Warriors are out here benching Clay Thompson. He's not even closing out games. Steve Kerr's like, eh. We got rookies that we trust more than Clay Thompson. That's wild. Yeah, apron is a weird term to use for that. Why not like tier, right? Just say tier. What is the what is the definition of apron? Let's see. Um, that's weird. I don't want to buy an apron, you asshole Google. Apron definition. There we go. It's a frock, daddy. A protective or decorative garment, a small area adjacent to another larger area or structure. Interesting. Uh, Some nerd that has way more college time than sex came up with that. That's weird. A projecting strip of stage for playing scenes in front of the curtain. A broadened area of paved the narrow strip of the floor of a boxing ring. Outer edge of a border of a golf green. Yeah, that's weird. So those are your teams that are uh, in the first and second apron. And I know, I know, I know we lost people that stopped watching when I started in on that. And they were like, ugh. This is making my head hurt. Well, get used to it, nerds. Okay? I'm, I know that you guys hated me for that segment, but I'm trying to educate you so that when you hear people say, well, the Rockets couldn't trade for Clay Thompson because the Warriors are in the second apron and they were unable to make the money work and the cash. And so, and you're going to be like, what? Well, now, you know, now, you know, Amos said clay is really looking washed. It's sad, bro. It's so sad when you watch him. It's just like, Oh my God, clay. What happened? Baby boo. Cause he was balling. He was balling. Up until this year. And then it just fell off. So it sucks. (laughs) Joe Pro said, Frock Daddy is my hip-hop name. Nice. Oh, Frock Daddy? Uh, okay. Now the guys are fighting. Oh, shit, is it time to get out of here? 457, let's go! Everybody's gonna hate you in the chat, Flip. All right. Um, sorry for the short week. I mean, the wife played hooky on Monday. I got to stay home and stay in bed with her. 
and then tomorrow I'm going to be on your radio, so tune in. If you're local or if you're not local, you can join us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 97.5, if you can stomach the bullshit. But it's a good way to listen. We won't be active on Twitch, but you can join the Twitch. Um... But if you're in Houston, yeah, tune in to uh, ESPN 97.5 starting at 3 o'clock from 3 to 7. 3 to 6 with Joe Blake, 6 to 7 with Jerome Solomon. And if I see you at the decoy tomorrow, because we're going to be on remote, awesome. If I don't, have a fantastical weekend. Enjoy the super big game in a bowl. May all your bets be on the winning side. And I'll see you Monday to talk about it all. Yes? Yes. All right, you guys, do me three favors before I let you go. Huh? Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. All right? I'll see you tomorrow, man. Congratulations to DJ Maddie for being super sexy, slim, and trim. Thank you to Sensei Bullrock for the shout-out. And thank you to everybody that tuned in today. I love you and I appreciate you. Thank you for the follows. Thank you for the cheers. I'm a Masters fan. Much appreciated. See y'all tomorrow. Bye!